Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in. And now on with the podcast. Good morning and welcome to today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt. Glad to have you aboard this morning. Welcome to all of those who are coming to me from Rumble, from YouTube, and on the podcast. Glad to have you visiting me this morning. Uh, today I'm going to talk about a subject, uh, an autism-related subject, and this morning's subject is the spectrum, the dreaded spectrum. Okay, and I wanted to take just a second to talk about that this morning as you know, we're still counting votes at this point, and it's still pretty unsure exactly how things are going to end up in that regard, but I'm not going to belabor that too much this morning. Let's get right in on our subject. But before I talk about the autism spectrum, I want to talk about a, spectr a spectrum that it is related to in many people's minds because of the nature of autism by comparison to the nature of this other thing, and that is the spectrum of visible light, Okay. And I wanted to say that a lot of people want to look at the spectrum of visible light. Well, first of all, look, you walk in your house, you turn on the light, and, and you flip the switch, you turn on the light, and you get light. You don't really necessarily have to know how that's happening in order to know that it is happening. And other than that, and a little bit of time in a science class here and there, most people really haven't spent a lot of time thinking about light. That's largely the amount of experience, the breadth of their experience with regard to light of one kind or another. So uh, many people haven't really thought about it. But here's the thing. The spectrum isn't just a bunch of colors that were tossed up in the air and landed in some place on that spectrum and were left there because that's where they landed. The spectrum of light is about the fact that each type of light, whether it's red or yellow or green or whatever, has a particular frequency and a particular wavelength or set of them, really, because red isn't one frequency, it's a set of them, and it's not one wavelength, it's a set of wavelengths. But the point is that there's a set of frequencies and a set of wavelengths that live in the red part of the spectrum and so forth on up the scale. And as you go up the scale from red to violet and through ultraviolet and so forth, um, the frequencies become higher and the wavelengths become shorter. And this is because that spectrum, though it is continuous, is a, still a standard. It is still a measurement device. It is designed to measure where a particular type of light resides on a scale. That's what it's designed for. In my mind, the autism spectrum is much the same sort of thing. So the question is, What's being measured on the autism spectrum? Well, in my viewpoint, the answer to that is the severe severity of the autism. And what's meant by severity? Are we talking about this person has this symptom and that person has that symptom? Actually, not necessarily. 
what we're talking about is how able a person is going to be to cope with his or her world when he or she has autism. And that's why there's a tendency to talk about mild or level one, moderate or level two, and severe or level three autism. Because when a person is mildly autistic, that person likely sits in a normal classroom in a school, like in a normal school, right? They may go to a special school. They may be in a special special group. But for most mild people, unless they're tending towards moderate autism, they sit in the same classroom as any, quote, normal kid their age. They might be slightly behind, they might be slightly ahead, and some of that may be based on the autism and some of it may not. But the point is, they sit typically in a normal classroom, whereas a moderately or severely autistic person, particularly if they're moderate trending towards severe, will sit in a special needs classroom in all, in all likelihood and will take a great deal longer to get where they're going and to, and to acclimate to the world around them than will somebody who's mildly autistic. Now, I, I, I hope you notice that I'm doing something here. I'm not saying that all moderately autistic people are the same. I'm not saying that all mildly autistic people are the same, and I'm certainly not saying that for all severely autistic individuals. My point, in fact, is to say that even though there are these gradations, these graduations on the scale, mild, moderate, severe, level one, level two, level three, whichever you prefer, all right, even though those exist, what has to be understood is just because somebody's counted moderately autistic does not mean that they're moderate, but, you know, they're really in the middle of mild and, and, and severe. That's not necessarily true. You might have a moderately autistic person, so they're probably going to, well, they're possibly going to become, quote, normal in the standard societal view, but that person will have a great deal more work because they're closer to severe autism. And yes, that is tr absolutely true for mild autism as well. For those of you who are mildly autistic, do not understand me to be saying, oh, that person's mildly autistic and therefore uh, that person is not going to have a much harder time than another person who's, quote, labeled moderately autistic or mildly autistic. They may have a, almost the same level of difficulty as a person who is labeled as moderately aut autistic, in fact. Right? That's an important realization. But the difference is when you, quote, triage, right, which funnily enough, it's an interesting word because tree is from three, right? When you take those people and you divide them up into the three different autistic gradations that exist in the autism spectrum that are designed as a general thing, not as a specific thing to describe any one individual, but what you're typically saying is these people who are considered mildly autistic, they will very likely find their way into society and be able to live in it with comparatively few difficulties the older they grow. Okay? For a moderately autistic person, you're saying that this person is somewhere between, they're always going to have some sort of setback, some problems or other, uh, to they're never really going to fit into the world that is around them. And for severe, much of the time, not always, mind you, but much of the time, severe, severely autistic individuals 
are expected to never really make a full entry into society in the way a, quote, normal person would. Obviously, that term normal, the only reason you can use it is if you're saying most people, right? Whether you count that as normal or not, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me at all. Whether you count my son normal or not, either, I don't care. Personally, I think he's uniquely weird, and I do not think weird is a bad word at all particularly not when I use it with my son, but really I don't think it's a bad word anyway. He's hilarious. He's a great kid. Yes, he's moderately autistic. Yes, he trends toward the severe in certain regards. Yes, he's having a hard time adjusting to a lot of things that he is expected to do and be in society. Uh, he really doesn't like a lot of what he's going through, and I know it, and I feel very, uh, I, I feel very much with him on where what he feels. I'm not upset at him at all. I'm not uh, uh, disappointed or disappointed or uh, upset or anything like that. He's got a hard, hard road, a much harder road than I ever had. If I even if I tell you that I might be mildly autistic, right, which I I'll throw that out the window if it'll get it out of the way. I'll just tell you that now. I'd much rather deal with this the situation where my son is concerned than try and deal with it where I'm concerned. Because look, I'm over 50. By this point, if I haven't been diagnosed, for me, it's probably not all that important. I might learn some things that I can do to to make my world easier to get along, easier, easier to deal with. But the fact is I'll learn those whether I'm diagnosed or not. Okay, but here's what I'm trying to get at. Here's, here's the kind of wrap-up. Here's where we're going. The spectrum is not about a smattering of symptoms across a line or across a scale. The spectrum is about a way to differentiate between those who will probably deal with the world ultimately in more or less relatively normal terms as opposed to those who may never quite get there but at least will sort of be able to deal with the world and those who quite frankly never will be able to do so. And this is in my mind why there's a level one, a level two, and a level three or a a mild, moderate, and severe autism because those who are mild will likely come to be treated largely as quote normal individuals. Those who are moderate will maybe never get that, but still may be able to function in society. And those who are severe, quite frankly, probably will never be able to do that. And remember that a person who's moderate or a person who's mild or a person who's severe might trend or tend towards one of the others. Okay, I'm about out of time, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, As I've said, today is the 5th of uh, November 2020, and it's a Thursday. I should be able to come back tomorrow and get and talk again for on in another daily sum, summation, uh, and that will be the sixth of November of 2020, and it will be a Friday. I'm hoping you're having a good day, and hopefully we'll see you again tomorrow. Hopefully things are going well for you. They're not as nice for me as I'd like for them to be at the moment, but that's life. Okay, as I've said, hopefully we'll see you again tomorrow, and I hope you have a wonderful day. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video was recorded on Thursday, the 5th of November, 2020. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for checking out this video. Remember that you can like it on YouTube and you can give it a rumble on Rumble if you want to do that. 
Uh, I have channels on both YouTube and Rumble. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels. You can subscribe to either one of those if you want to do so. Remember, if you subscribe on YouTube, you probably want to click the notification bell in order to be notified of new content. Um, if you want to see more from me, you can check me out on my blog. That's blogs.kpshubert.com, blogs.kpshubert.com. You can also see my Facebook page, that is uh, Kurt's Religion and Politics on Facebook. You can check out my Twitter, Twitter, uh, Parlor, and Minds.com accounts. My handle on all three of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. You can um, check out my podcast. The podcast is at podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. And finally, you can check me out on Patreon. And if you want to support me, that's probably one of the better places that you can do that. I am Kurt's Religion and Politics there. Thanks again for checking out this video, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, and I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any com comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.